Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all can join us once again. But for a radio audience tuning in here in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in to our online affiliates around the world. We appreciate you all joining us as well. We have best-selling author Omar Scott joining us today to talk to us about the year that's been 2022 for him, but also about his newest book called Loyal to a Fault. I had a chance to read it myself. We'll talk to him about the creation of the character Dez, what it was like for him to kind of bring the storyline to life, but also let you guys know how to stay connected with him as he's gearing up for the new year as well. Omar, hello to you and welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing, man? Glad to be on with you. Hey, the pleasure is definitely all mine. So first of all, congratulations on the year. As I mentioned, you released Loyal to a Fault. What has it been like for you, Omar, to be able to kind of reflect on this year, especially when it comes to the response to the book? Uh, Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Uh, You know, it's a... I've been working on this book for a couple of years, pretty much like uh, since COVID first started. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I started putting pen to paper, you know, just before we went into lockdown mode. And, and it almost feels, you know, in this strange world, like I, like I lost the whole year, you know what I mean, just working right. on this and, and how everything is, you know, uh, my normal connections, people that I was involved with, you know, were in lockdown or not doing things and, it prolonged me even coming out with the book. You know, I should have had it out last year. So, mm. yeah. So now it has to be a great feeling. And, you know, these characters are really something, uh, Omar, and we're going to get more into the character of Daz and also Pia in particular is another interesting character we meet in the book. But I want to talk about the storytelling journey for you. When did you first realize that writing was something that you wanted to do? Uh, You know, it, it's been – you know, I, I guess even starting back in childhood, you know, uh, my strongest class was always English, you know, and and so, you know, I, I, we, we read great books, you know, Moby Dick, that kind of thing, uh, Catcher in the Rye, whatever, you know, back in high school. And just as I had gotten older and, uh, you know, I read more books, you know, that were telling stories, you know, from my experience, you know, from the black experience and, and those kind of characters and people that I could identify with. And uh, I just knew I had, you know, a story in me, and I just I had a very unique upbringing and a view on the world, and I thought, you know, that you know maybe my brand of storytelling, I could, you know, put my own spin on it and have my own voice, you know, and give my own, you know, kind of uh, my creativity and and style and flair to a good book, and that I didn't think that people would enjoy reading it. Right. And you've definitely been able to find those readers for sure. So talk to us about that experience, Omar. I mean, you were yourself someone who loved to read and enjoy stories. How does it feel to be on the other side now to have books able to be released and now you having your own readers? You know, it it, it, it is a uh, it's a wonderful feeling, you know. Um, and I, I, I started out um, like just I wrote, like I wrote a short story. Uh, for a, uh, a, a a website called Tim Book Two, right, and and that kind of really got me going. And uh, it it was about a uh, it was about a uh, a French pastry chef who got a job 
as a uh, cook on a sh- on a ship, you know, for a group of people who were like uh, having a reunion every year, and they had a reunion every year because they had got stranded on Mount Everest, right? And they said, and they were the only ones who survived, and so they got together once a year to celebrate their survival. Little did my chef know that he was uh, they had been turned into uh, uh, cannibals, <laughs> and and he was on the menu. You know, what I'm saying it was it was a, it was a crazy wow. story. But when I yeah. put it out there, people liked it. And I was like, man, you know, okay, you know, people liked it. I got reviews. I got uh, the author of the month and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, maybe I can do a little something with this, you know. And I just kind of took off from there. Got you. And that kind of brings us fast forward then to uh, where we are in 2022 with Lord to a Fault. I want to talk about Des for a second because it's an interesting story. Uh, when I went into the book, Omar, I honestly didn't know what to expect. I went into it, um, you know, really just uh, after reading the book, you know, diving into the book and then kind of seeing where it took us. What was it like for you to kind of take us on the, the journey of Des? Because I feel like, you know, you have someone who's kind of trying to do two things. One of course, someone who's good at their job, but also just trying to be good, period, trying to make the right decisions and doing what's right. What was it like for you to kind of see his journey as it kind of unfolded in the book? Yeah, um, well, Jim, you know, Des's journey is kind of like the, the journey of mainly every main character that I write because all my books have themes to it. And this particular book had a theme of, you know, your loyalties. And sometimes we are more loyal to our situations, to our friends, to our jobs, then those things are to us. And 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 that's where I was coming from, from Dez's point of view, right? You know, he's so loyal to his friend who was murdered, and, you know, he felt the need to avenge this man. He felt that he was responsible, and he never, he never learned to let go of it. He never learned to come at peace with, you know, with the things that happened, man, and take the rest of his life and move on. He just he was stuck in that situation and I think that is kind of reflective of the people in society today, you know, that we are we are stuck in a lot of our situations. We're unable to let go of things. You know, we 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 keep our hurt and our pain so close and it stops us from the blessings that we have in the future, you know, and the things that we could do. Because we right. so worry about the suffering that we've had in the past and and our bad decisions. And I just wanted to, you know, kind of create my own little fun world and, you know, put that idea out there and and challenge my readers to it. Right. And, and I think the the cool thing about Dez that we're able to see in the book, and I mentioned the character P as well, um, Omar, is that he is, this is not, I think, the, the story that so many people have gotten used to seeing. You know, normally there's, you know, there's a love interest that comes in, you know, things get crazy. Um, this book, you actually give Pia some, some death. And I love that because one of the things that she says in one of the conversations is she's more than a pretty face. So what was it like for you to have, of course, she wasn't just a, you know, a counter to death, but what was it like for you to have someone like Pia kind of come to life and kind of seeing her being fleshed out as a character? Yeah, um, you know, I I, I, uh, I I wanted to create a character, you know, I, like in, in my stories, I, I like to have characters who are more well-rounded people, right? You know what I'm saying? Not just a person who's just good or somebody who's just bad, but we live in this world of gray, you know, this, this world in the middle, you know, where you have good people who do bad things or vice versa, you know, and 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 we – he is one of those type of people, you know, who 
you know, she has her own past, you know, which the reader will will come to know. And and the things that she had dealt with, you know, brought her to this place of uh, solitude, of isolation, and, and she was, had her own loyalness to her own faults as well, you know. And But unlike this, she was willing to let it go, and she was willing to put things behind and move on, you know. And, and I just wanted that kind of that uh, – you know, that antithesis to Des's character, you know, that contradiction to a person that could bring out, uh, you know, the better things of someone else. And that's the kind of the thing that I saw with Des and Pia was uh, two people that were kind of like kindred spirits that kind of instantly connect, you know. You know, like right. we, I, I just get you and you get me, you know, and that's like one of such a beautiful thing to me. And I think, too, you know, as we even see with characters like Del Toro in the book and his encounter with women, which was not as good, <laughs> that, you know, I mean, it, it really does show uh, that there are different facets there, too. I want to get more into that. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, though, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome best-selling author Omar Scott to our program today. We're talking to him about the year that's been 2022, but also his newest book that's out this year, Loyal to a Fault. If you guys have not gotten it for yourself, we're going to remind you how you can do that and stay connected with Omar. So let's talk about the dynamics here because the title of the book comes up in different ways uh, throughout this. Uh, Del Toro was someone who was loyal to a fault. is a story that he was able uh, to share uh, that we were able to read in the book. We can talk around that, Omar, so we don't spoil it for the audience, where he's telling the story to Chops, another character we were able to meet. And basically the reason I bring that up is because, again, Pia was at the center of that. So I think, you know, for a lot of times there are many uh, stories that show there is that Delilah to our Samson. Uh, but but Pia was definitely someone different. Um, what was it like for you to kind of play with the idea? Yes, you play with the idea of loyalty, but also of trust. What was it like for you to play with that in the different characters in this book? Yeah, the um... – yeah, I mean, you know, that that trust is such a uh, it's such a frail thing, you know. And, and and like I was saying before, you know, um, of, of course, you know, she's kind of torn between two guys, you know, between Chops and and Dez. And you know, she was being pursued by Chops, you know, in the beginning, and then she kind of wanted, to, you know like I said before, being kindred spirits and kind of just have this instant connection with Dez. And with the two main male characters, you know, the, the, you know, the, they were kind of two guys that were the antithesis of each other, you know, where one is a detective, one is a, you know, he's going through things, he's having trouble, he doesn't, uh, uh, he's, you know, a simple guy, you know, with basic house, basic needs, dresses, and then chops on the other side. Is a drug dealer. He's flashy. He's wearing Rolexes. He's got you know the best cars. You know a penthouse apartment. All these things. You know, and here there's and here Pia is in the middle with ability to choose between the two guys. You know, you know to go with the with the with the guy who has everything, and the guy who has his he has his character. He has a, he's a better a man with higher character. You know, as you just said, and there's where, you know, the trust kind of gravitates you from one to maybe to the other, you know. And there is, of course, other things that are happening in this book. And it kind of, it kind of goes to that, the idea, though, 
of loyalty, but also of of dedication. I mean, we, we we're able to see that Dez is in an interesting position because yes, even as it's alluded to on the on the cover of the book, he is seen as being on the right side, but he doesn't always make decisions that show that. So, did you find that that was one of the interesting things about him not being a perfect character, but but really doing the things he did seemingly for the reasons he thought were good, regardless of how other people may see it. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, um, it's like I was saying before, you know, you have good people that do bad things. I, I, I was just, I was, uh, the other day I was watching a, uh, an interview with uh, Ice-T, and I think he was on, like, The View, you know, with Whoopi Goldberg and all of them. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how we were just that your average person, whoever you are, you're just one bad decision away from wrecking your life. Just one, just one bad decision. You know what I mean? And he was, he was, and it was like that so resonated with me because it takes so many good decisions to put yourself in the right place in life, right? But it only takes one bad one, as you just was talking about with Dez, right? Where he just right. like, you know, I'm so focused on this that I don't care. Oh, the ends justify the means in these situations. And so, you know what? I'm willing to do whatever I have to do to get justice for my friend. And that's how, you know, revenge and that type of thing go sometimes. You know, it's almost like going through a forest. And at, and at times when you're going through a forest, you're going to lose your way. And and there's a, a perfect character like that. And that's why it was so fun uh, creating that type of character, you know. Was Dez someone that you saw as the beginning of something new for you, Omar, or was this a book that you saw as a one-off? I mean, is Dez a character that you can see yourself spending more time with? Uh, mm, I don't know, man. That's, that's a real good question. You know, um, see, you know, my writing style is is I don't I, I, maybe it's unique. I don't know because I don't know everybody, but for me. I have to see the ending first before I can write the first word, right? And so for me, I saw, and of course you've read it, so you know how it ends. I saw that in the before I even took pen to paper, and and so that enabled me to create that character and 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 kind of play with the storylines and stuff like that, you know. And it it would be difficult for me to see, you know, how he is in the future because. You know, um, well, people had to read first. You know, I don't want to spoil it for nobody. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, but no, I I I never been a guy much on sequels. Uh, other than The Godfather, you know, I, I can't think of any, too many movies that have great sequels to them. You know what I mean? Or continuations of the same character. You know, when you have that initial fresh idea and you you use up all those ideas in a great novel. It, it kind of, to me, I think it's best when you just kind of leave it alone and let it stand alone. Yeah. The ending is definitely mm-hmm. unexpected, I will say this. Um, I did not see the ending coming. Uh, definitely did not see things flipping the way that they do, so I think readers would definitely be on a wild ride with that. Um, another reason why I asked you that question um was, you know, I, I think a lot of times um, things aren't always as they appear, so I wasn't sure if what we read was really going to be it. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and so yeah. that, that's so, you know, so that's it's one of those things uh, that kind of comes up, right? You know, it's kind of like, hey, we've all been through Dallas, Omar. We know that these <laughs> that these things work out. You know that things don't always yeah. as they appear, right? But so I think that's interesting. So so let, what, what what has been the audience? Again, we'll talk around it so we don't spoil it. But what has been the audience reaction to that? To seeing how the tables turn for some of these characters? Uh, you know, it it is uh. It is like you say. It is very surprising, um, and 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 you know that's one of my things. You know of my particular type of writing style. You know, it's like um, I don't like I don't like predictable endings. You know, what I mean, and, and a lot of you know, you know, a lot of books. You know, something you read or a movie I watch, and that's one of the things that got me to, uh, to answer one of your questions earlier, right? That's one of the things that got me into writing was that you know people have great stories. And then they they write this great book, man. Then and you get to the end of it, and it's like they just ran out of words. Like, where, where's the rest of it? You know. And I was like, man, I never wanted to be that type of author, man. I always wanted to have, you know, you know, very unique, very unpredictable endings to books, man. Something that's, you know, very satisfying, you know. And and it can even be open ending, but open ended, but it can still be satisfying at, at the same time, you know. And just have that, you know, real good twist. Something you don't see is coming. Something that kind of challenges the reader, you know. I, I love that type of that writing style, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that that is it, and I think again that is why you know this this book is one I think people will really enjoy. Uh, again, everyone, Omar Scott has been our guest. The book is loyal to a fault. Uh, and the question raised on the front is, who will be willing to stay loyal at any cost? And that's what you'll see with the characters we're introduced to. The book is available through our friends at Amazon.com. You all can get it there. Omar, glad to be able to speak with you, man. How can our audience stay connected with you? Yeah, uh, uh, I'm on uh, I'm on Facebook.com, uh, you know, slash novels by Omar, you know, or you can just, uh, you know, Type Arthur Omar Scott into the into the bar and it'll bring me up. Uh, I'm on Goodreads. Uh, dot com under uh, Arthur Omar Scott as well. And uh, as you just said, I'm uh, Amazon. dot com. I have my own page there too. Uh, Amazon. dot com slash Arthur slash Omar Scott. You can find me there, or you can find me on uh, on my on my uh, my publisher's web website, uh, Outskirts. Uh, Press.com slash loyal to a fault, and that would take you uh, to any place you want to go, Barnes and Nobles or Amazon or, you know, anywhere books are sold, or you can buy it directly from the publisher for a discount, of course. And uh, you can also read the first chapter at Amazon.com, you know, for those people who have Kindles and stuff like that. So that would be a nice, fun way to get in there, you know. And uh, check out that first chapter. Once you put, once you read that first chapter, I think I think I'm gonna have you. You're gonna want to find out what happened. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, congratulations mm-hmm. to you again, man. Really enjoyed the book and the conversation with you, and looking forward to having you back on the show again. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Anytime, man. You know, anytime, man. Yeah. Right. You made me feel and good. We- Welcome. 
I appreciate that. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Now let's go make today amazing. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.